We are. We're live. We are live. We're not live. We're recording. Well, right now we're live. Later. 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 (laughs) We should get into it. Gene Moore, thank you for joining me. The Chris Weir Effect. Join the journey. We're talking about differentiating your brand, your brokerage. How do you differentiate yourself? Gene, you may or may not be aware that I have traveled more than 50 of the last 100 days. Uh, And I've seen more than 50 agents, agencies, brokers, and, and home office people. And when we talk about, you know, how do you differentiate yourself from another agent or another broker? Uh, You know, I haven't found uh, too many that that can at all. I ask the question to each one of of the people I come in contact with when they want to grow and market. They want to do a mailing, right, to recruit agents. I say, well, you know, what is the one thing that differentiates you? What is the thing that you do that is unique from anybody, anybody else? And there's there's not an answer there, right? And so it's something that has to be explored at a at a deeper level. You know, how do you differentiate yourself? One one way to do that is with lead programs. I think one way uh, to do that would be to go out and see your downline. You know, if you're smaller, it, it would be doing ride-alongs more often. You know, uh, Gene, everybody everybody's business uh, you can attribute the 80-20 rule to. And what that means is 80% of all the business, your group or agency or brokerage, 80% of all the business you're doing is coming from 20% of your agents. So uh, those are the people that if you're saying you want to differentiate yourself, then you've got to consistently be in front of them, face-to-face, not, not Zoom, not phone call, but actually face-to-face asking the question, you know, what, what can I do to assist you? I think as an agency owner, maybe, you know, you make assumptions as to what, what your team needs instead of getting out face-to-face and, and asking them. Right? You're in the same space as they are, so maybe you're making certain assumptions, but everybody is built differently. There probably are other people who do that, so how unique is it? But I think it's pretty unique uh, for a, an agency owner to care enough to get out to the top 20% of their team members of their group, get face-to-face what's working, what's not working, what can we do better. The, we've, you know, the, we've seen that we've seen that all the time when when we think we know something about our business and then uh, uh, we go and implement something or we think we're doing something that's self helpful and turns out not to be uh, so definitely asking asking your people what would actually benefit them well, I do think that would dif- I think that would differentiate any brokerage yeah I don't think almost all organizations struggle with assuming they know what their people need Right. I know at Lead Concepts, what we did is we brought in a third party that could go and, and sit down with a number of our team members and, and ask those types of questions. And, and we got fantastic feedback. It's the second time we did it with three years in between as there were new team members uh, and we got the necessary feedback. And then, uh, you know, it's about implementing, uh, you know, new systems or processes around that, around that feedback. Rather than saying, oh, that's great information, putting it in a drawer and not doing anything, 
we had to take we have to take action on it, which of course we've done. So for an agency to get out and talk to those top twenty, you know, the other side of that is um, you know that eighty percent of your headaches typically come from twenty percent of the bottom part of your. And I talk about that when I'm face to face. You know, that's coming up more than a few times uh, on my travels. You know, um, because an agency, uh, uh, an owner, you know, you the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And so here you have these people that are calling consistently with, with challenges or, or problems. And of course they, they need help. I mean, I understand that, but if you're spending all your time with, uh, with those bottom sort of 20% that, that aren't doing very much business, but they're taking up 80% of your time, you've got to get refocused so that your time is, is really spent with the 20% that are providing 80% of the business, not 80% of the headaches. Right. Agree with that. 100%. Yeah. Do you think there's anything? 100. To, is there anything to differentiating your, your brokerage or agency to, to the customer? So not just your agents, but is there anything you can do that would set your agency apart to the consumer? I think that's a great point. And I'm sure there's a number of different ways you can do that. I, I think that agents that do actually still deliver a policy, mail a birthday card or mail a thank you card after the policy and really do follow up. I think an, an agent that actually sits down with a fact finder, I think that's unusual, but I think a Medicare and a Medicare Advantage uh, agent uh, typically is not doing that, going in with a fact finder and really sort of finding out everything about that senior. If they don't want to, if a senior doesn't want to participate in, in giving you that information, that, that would be different. But a lot of them will if you have a form and you're asking them questions about, about their assets, uh, about what they have, you know, uh, have they made fuel arrangements, all those kinds of things. And, and so you, you can learn all about that person be able to provide valuable feedback on all sorts of different products versus just selling them an MA. You know, I don't think very many of them do a fact finder. I think a fact finder is typically limited to an annuity agent that's looking for assets. I think they do a better job of providing a full service rather than just selling one product. And that's something that they say, if you sold one app in a home, then that's somebody that has an app with you. But if you've got two or, or three, three policies in that home, then you are their insurance agent of record for sure on everything. They're going to be calling you when anything changes. So having more than one policy in a home helps with your retention. We've spoken about that in other podcasts too, about uh, you know starting with, with a focus, but being able to expand your product line. Um, after you get going and, and you start to learn more and, and expand the product line uh, will certainly differentiate you from, from other Medicare agents for sure. I mean, if you're just going to go out and sell one thing and, and that's it, that that's fine. But if you want to differentiate yourself, if you want to understand at a deeper level, what, what, who your client is, what their situation is, what they may need today or what they might make sense for, for tomorrow then the fact finder is something that, in my opinion, very few Medicare or final expense agents are doing. All I wanted to do was just bring up the fact that we had spoken about it before in another podcast. So if this is your first time listening to us, we have other podcasts. That's right. Hey, what, what number is this? This is 15. 
Number 15. All right. Well, very good. Um, differentiating yourself can come in a lot of different ways. It is not easy. You know, at Lead Concepts, we differentiated ourselves by, you know, sort of guaranteeing the response percentage that we quoted you. So it's not a cost per lead, but it's a guarantee that what we told you is going to come true. And uh, nobody else does that. Uh, we, we were already guaranteeing people that we were telling them the truth. Hey, what we told you, you should be able to count on. So when we took our marketing message and we crystallized it, we didn't really change anything. We just crystallized it. It put us in a spot where nobody else was doing that. And the number of people coming to us, our clients were coming faster, you know, more clients, uh, more orders. And as a result of that, but everybody said, well, you can't do that, you know? So when you're doing something that takes you out further than anybody else out on a ledge, so to speak, it, it seems like sometimes, well, wait a minute, we can't do that. For instance, we can't pay for leads for people, right? Well, I think you, maybe you have to figure out, you know, how to do that. If you're going to use leads to differentiate yourself from everybody else, people would say, well, you can't do that. Well, if, if somebody tells you you can't do it, then you figure out how to do it for sure. Somebody maybe has to write seven apps to qualify for a free mailing. And you do a free mailing for them and they've got to write seven more apps if they want to, you know, get another uh, free mailing. Or maybe it's not a free mailing. Maybe it's half of the cost of a mailing. Whatever it is, you know, leads are a fantastic way to differentiate yourself from everybody else who says, wait, leads are too expensive. We can't afford to do that. Well, there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. And if, if you're going to help people uh, get where they need to go, well, they're going to need the marketing, whatever that. It's not necessarily just leads. It, it's marketing in general. It's worth it to study the concept of differentiating yourself. Tell me, Gene Moore, the next episode of the Chris Weir Effect, Join the Journey. What is our next topic? So our next episode is how do I use leads properly as a function of my recruiting? Awesome. I love that topic. There's a lot of different ways we can do that. <laughs>